Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week with our guest, Nisha. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is our co-host, David. Say hi, David! Hello, David. Hello. It's me. Why so formal today? Because we're talking about a very official series. We are talking about Super Smartphone. Oh, man. <laughs> what a super smart phone, I gotta say. Very intelligent. Yeah, it was crazy. And then he was like, it's smartphone in time. And then he queued all over the place. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how about that queue? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, so. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, that'll be a good segue into the plot <laughs> summary. Yeah. So Jordan, though, so um, you want to tell the audience a little bit about who created this and all that good stuff? Yeah, so this was written by uh, Hiroki Tomisawa and was drawn by Kintaro Hidano. And it ran between May 9th, 2022 to October 17th, 2022. So this just got canceled. And by the way, listener, we're recording this on Halloween. Woo! Spooky! Spooky, scary. I think I've told you about my award-winning playlist, right? What? Oh, so my Halloween mix, it's pretty darn good let me send it to you so you can capture your reaction in real time one second and while you're doing that by the way it ran for three volumes with 23 chapters so just four over the u19 club but didn't uh, not too much longer we won't tell obama oh well you know obama's wrapped up in this you know like that well we'll get into it we'll get into it. like a mummy <laughs> yeah that's what they mean <laughs> you know someone on reddit was like what do mummies do when they catch you and i was honestly like i don't know Hmm. Now that you point that out, yeah. Did they get, just give you diseases? So, Jordan, though, I've sent you my spooky mix. <laughs> I don't know what else was I was expecting, honestly. Uh, listener, it's basically the monster mash 15 times, and then, like, right in the middle, there's spooky, scary skeletons. You know. I played this playlist, and it took Rachel four loops before she realized. <laughs> That's a very you playlist. But not a very Q playlist. So, Ooh. Jordan... Why don't we get into the plot summary? Ooh, that's going to be a nominee for best transition for sure, which is definitely a category we are not going to do the work to, to actually look into. Yeah, that seems like it's going to be too much of a pain in the ass to do. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get into the plot summary. Q Sagrada, nicknamed Q, as in the English letter Q, is a genius who just isn't living up to his potential. He's a slacker. We know this because a girl named Yuika comes up. Oh my God, is her name like Eureka? Is that the. F <laughs> All right, anyway, we know this because a girl. This is actually said in the. Um... Eureka 7. In the no, this is in the Hungry Joker universe. Yeah, might be. Eureka 7 had the weirdest pronunciation of Eureka. Like, yeah, it was Elreka. Elreka, what the fuck is that? But yeah, anyway, we know this because a girl named Yuika comes up to him and tells him, God damn it, you're just gonna waste this beautiful brain of yours, Q. Q, you see, has parents who were college professors, which meant that he became a genius. Some girls next to them start gossiping about how a little girl went missing, which just happens to remind Yuika and Q about Shu, Q's little brother who went into the woods to poop seven years ago and never returned. I mean, I've taken shits that long. 
that's like one of the more understandable aspects of this manga, this chapter. Q got so upset that his brother went missing that he threw his space and genetics textbooks into a fire because God damn it, science, we can go to the moon, but we can't find one little kid. Oh, <laughs> Later, while playing Switch, a phone goes off in Q's bag. But it's not his phone. It's a new phone with an AI. This phone doesn't use Google. Fuck Google. Google's for idiots. It uses Bing. <laughs> oh, David, David. You see, real geniuses use Goo Goo Goo. <laughs> goo Goo Goo. The Goo 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 smartphone then tells Q that he could search for anything. And Q immediately searches for evidence that the U.S. government met with aliens in 1947. And then for his own handwritten journal entry, Goo 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 can find any information made by humans. Although it returns a 403 error when Q asks who made the phone or how it works. Popcorn David. For the searches Q made, he got two <laughs> goo goo points. Goo goo goo. It's very important. And the smartphone pleads with him to acquire more of them. Returning home, his mom is crying because of that girl that went missing. Q decides to find her, so using his superpowers of logic and reason to discover the location of a 58-year-old man without children who bought children's clothes yesterday. Q calls the cops, because we truly live in a fantasy world where they'd actually do something about this. Meanwhile, the little girl is in the dude's house sobbing, even though the guy said he'd buy her anything she wants. But the cops show up thanks to the Q-tip. Jordan was so <laughs> proud of himself with that one. I was very proud. The next day, Q and his friend <laughs> Yuka are walking down to school, and Yuka reveals that she read that the guy wanted to make the girl into his own daughter in the same city that her real family lives, which is a bold strategy. Q tries to use the super smartphone to find his little brother, but gets 404'd. Q deduces that the phone is doing this to get him to acquire more points. So Q names the smartphone Kimi and says he's going to use it like crazy till he gets to the truth. He's going to uncover the secret government documents and secrets and hack into God. stuff. Oh, my God. Let's uh, first impressions. By the way, shot in the dark cover art. We should just have all the characters playing like being a rock band and call it the Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Goo. It would yes. be Goo Goo. All we hear is Radio Goo Goo Goo. Radio Ga Ga Ga. Whatever. Yeah, I feel like you're enjoying that idea. I'm not entirely against it, but yeah, David, what? Tell me about your first impressions, David. The art is good, which knowing now that it was a split team, I'm not quite as impressed. That was my reaction when you said it was a split team. This is fucking stupid. This is so dumb. The nothing made me think this was a split team. I mean, this is the type of story you need a split team for, but clearly they did not pick a good writer for this. I saw a YouTube video called, is this the next Death Note? No. No, it's not. Oh, this is just, this is just very dumb. Like the, just the way it's written, the whole thing where that girl just walks up to him and be like, damn it, Q, you are so smart and your super smart brain is being wasted because you're such a slacker. Big Jim Naruto energy. Big Jim Naruto energy. Like just, hey, Q, let me tell you exposition about you right now. And I can't believe they named him Q. Like, really? Yeah, that makes me think. You got a guy whose whole thing is that he can, like, figure out secrets. And his name is Q? That had to be a purpose. I don't. It's too much lines up for that to have been a coincidence. Exactly. Like, this just feels like the other had to know about QAnon, right? Like, that's. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, this is so. This is very strange. But like, at this point. Why didn't they name him G? Why would they have named him G? Because that's the name of the fucking search device he uses. So it would have, like, lined up. 
Well, but David, G is not a prophet seeking to get President Donald Trump reelected. Oh, wasn't it like JFK's son was going to come back to life or something? The idea was that JFK's son never actually died and he was just he just like wore a fake beard and showed up to Q rallies and it turned out to just be some random guy. But there's still people who believe that that was JFK Jr. It's it's stupid. Hey, guys, this might shock you. Hot take. QAnon's fucking stupid. But yeah, actually, this might shock you. I don't know. Ugh. And yeah, the art's like, all right. At this point, I have no issues with the art. It's just like just the writing. Everything's just so contrived. It's just dumb. David, you have any other thoughts to add? I also think there was a fuckload of text at the start of the series. Yeah. I can tell this writer thinks he's very smart, but like, oh, yes, they didn't really show anything that required smartness. It seems like he's just asking the device to look up things for him and doing some basic deductive reasoning. Like I was unimpressed and I really this is a series I think that needs to establish the rules to how this device works so that the author doesn't say, oh, well, we never mentioned it couldn't do so and so and just write him way, write his way out of any difficult situations. Yeah, this uh, this is also like the lamest shit. This is like, uh, what if uh, in Death Note, when Light Yagami wrote a guy's name, they just got kind of a headache. Yeah, this is like, oh, he found all this information. Whoa. And he uses it to call the cops. And the cops just show up at this dude's house. And like, see, the other relationship with uh, QAnon is that basically everything that QAnon talks about is about how like children are getting abducted. That's like the whole thing. So this kid gets abducted. I figured the author was like, well, I can't just talk about adrenochrome here. So instead, he just had him kidnap her to make her into his daughter. And like, dude, you're in the same city as her parents. Right. You're like in the same city as every everybody like looking for her this is a uh, not a very great strategy i think it's just so stupid like yeah i think the idea in itself isn't a bad idea but it needed to be that it was like a tool in his tool belt rather than it being his only actionable thing was literally saying i'm gonna go talk to my ai this is like if neolation was lamer i was thinking that yeah this is definitely said in the neolation cinematic universe Neolation did this better, which is a terrible thing to say about your series. Right? Oh, God, you do not want to be in that situation. Oh, God. So, David, would you read another 10 chapters of this? I was hoping you were going to bring up more Q Prophet stuff, and then I was going to segue into it. (laughs) I personally would not. I can just tell. I genuinely think this is just going to get worse as it goes on. So right now it is so bad it's good, but I'm pretty sure it's going to turn into so bad it's bad. But at this moment, all right, whatever. Show me some more dumb stuff. (laughs) Fair enough. And then Jordan, though, so what are your guesses? So first of all, David took uh, two of my guesses. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, god damn it. So my guess is that uh, Q's brother used alien technology to make the phone. The mm-hmm. next one is that an evil government deep state will be behind Shu's disappearance. And the last one is that Q will develop a following on social media. What do you think, David? So mine are similar to yours. Q's brother sent him the phone. Mm-hmm. There will be another important character with a letter name. So maybe he'll encounter L. <laughs> oh my god! Is that why his name is Q? Imagine if it's like, what's its name where Mago-chan showed up, but instead instead L shows up. Oh, God. And I think aliens are relevant. 
I think so too. There's a couple little things where it's like, you ask, well, how, how does, how do you, hey, phone, how do you work? And the phone's just like, well, it's, it's very easy to explain. You know, you know how you're a person and you can see like a vending machine, but a worm has no clue what the fuck the vending machine is. It's like that. Which is a terrible explanation because you couldn't think of a good way to make this device actually work. It was just a deflection. You have to have a very high IQ. He was basically saying, well, you live in Plato's cave. Yeah, that's what it is. And if you don't live in Plato's cave, it just makes sense. God, Plato's cave, man. What a great story. Oh, yes. That Plato cave. You know, I knocked it over. Yeah. So I'm going to cave and ask you, what is your power word? Pooanon. That's pretty good. Mine was F. I get it. The F is for sucks. <laughs> I did have a strong bad joke earlier, too. I know. Yeah, you called it Four out. Ford. Four Ford. Four Forward. Anyway, you want to go into the Q&A? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Speaking of Q. Oh my god, I didn't even fucking notice that shit. Yeah, alright, let's get into it with T. Wolfwood who asks, Are you a coffee or tea guy? And what kind of additional unnecessary stuff like milk or sugar? So I think T. Wolfwood is just flexing that he is a big burly Canadian that drinks his coffee black. I am not a big burly Canadian and I, uh, I drink coffee and I do use cream and sugar. I don't know why I'm just thinking about this really weird fortune green tech story where this guy was like trying to like impress a girl where he says, I like my coffee like I like my slaves free. And then he's like, I don't know why she didn't like that line, guys. That's such a fucking fortune thing, right? That 100 percent is how fortune people. Uh, that's how that's how Anon picks up girls. Speaking of Anon. Exactly. He's trying to find the, the A for his Q. Yeah, I'm excited for the next question because <gasps> it's Anon. Oh, <laughs> fucking A. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to name a movie Q and Anon. Yeah, yeah. Pretty solid name, actually, for a documentary. Maybe I'll make it. Okay, I guess. Anyway, so yeah, so I actually, I don't drink coffee. I've never had a full cup of coffee in my entire life. I drink tea if it's That's offered. So I don't make it for myself, but otherwise I just put in like some honey. Yeah, David's actually Mormon. Yeah, I am. Why do you think I get along so well with the Anime Out of Context guys? They live in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our secret, everybody. We're both Mormon, except me. <laughs> All right. Next question is from ZZ Digital. Where does vampires rank on the bad manga tier list? I've never seen it because Jordan said I would be a guest on his show and that was like a year and a half ago. So I've been waiting. So Jordan, how would you, let me just ask you this. Would you say vampires is a flop or not? Vampires is a certified flop on a level that we have never seen on this show. Even with Gary Oldman in it? You know, he's the Sora of the episode, you know? <laughs> and yeah, the reason that we haven't, uh, we have not put out a new episode is because th uh, shit has gotten busy. I've been editing Shonen Flop. The editor, Ganymede, has also been busy. She is a little bit more free and she'll be able to put it out more. Like, um... Woo! Yeah, so hopefully we'll have the next episode out soon and then we'll start. I wanted to wait to have more episodes out before I started recording more episodes, you know? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, thank you for asking. Next up is from Microsoft Man. This was their first question. They asked it and then left. So good on them. Which manga do you think was most likely to be a shonen flop but slipped through and became a major hit but didn't deserve it? So My Hero Academia is not very well written. People have started to realize that in the final arc, but I knew it never ever was really that good. So I'm going to take off the didn't deserve it part because the answer to this question to me is Yu Yu Hakusho. Because Yu Yu Hakusho, the first arc in that series is so boring. Oh, that's a better answer than mine. Like, it is the definition of, uh, you know, we have exam arcs now, and then in the 80s and 90s, thanks to Dragon Ball, they had tournament arcs. <laughs> if I could have said that, oh, it was the typical ghost detective arc that every manga had at the time. 
exactly. Yeah. Togashi denies this, but I 100% believe that he had an idea for what Yu Yu Hakusho was going to be. And the editors told him, dude, this is not fucking working. Bring in a tournament. And then he did. And it worked really well. Although there was a little bit between the ghost arc and this tournament arc. But still. (laughs) It was the Tagoro arc. Yeah, but still. But that was a really fun question, so thank you for asking, and I hope one day you come back to the Discord. Yeah. Next up, from someone who asking a question for the first time as well, Cake Swindle, I would like to know if there's any currently running series that you think deserve to be flopped slash be canceled, and you can't believe the fact they're still running. Uh, as we talked about My Hero Academia, just, I, just not good. Not even My Hero Academia Vigilantes? I heard that was actually pretty good. Oh, really? Undead Unlock, people say, is like, no one's really sure how that series didn't get canceled, and it's going to get an anime, I think. That's so weird. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if people are reading it, it doesn't matter the quality. Mm-hmm. If they're reading it, the Shonen Jump is going to keep it around. As for this, I don't read Shonen Jump. Who the fuck do you think I am? Just who the hell do you think who I am? Who the hell do you think I am? David, I believe in the you that believes in me. Oh, I believe in you. All right. Next up <laughs> from Jinette. Not really a question, but imagine a gotcha game made out of every flop series covered so far. Okay, I imagined it. I'm imagining it too. Thank you. Thank you for that creative prompt. Thank you. But the reason I brought that up is Dude Rocks piggybacks on that and says, what character would you spend money on to try and get in this hypothetical gotcha game? And I'm putting my whole paycheck in again, unlocking Debonair. I don't know about you, Jordan. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Also, shout out to Tucker, where Tucker made a like kind of like an atypical roster list for that Shonen Jump fighting game. But we did overlap with one character where he also had Debonair Diamond on it. You <laughs> absolute legend. I agree. I'm, look, I'm more into Grim. I got to say, you know, Ugh. she's more my type is what I'm saying. Uh, By the way, when people say Makama is thick, she is not thick. No. That is what a fucking thick anime character looks like is Grim and Debonair. No, that said, I did read a little bit of the Ghost in the Shell manga, and there's a panel of Matoko bending over. And you know what, David? I get why people think that Makima is thick, because that is a bony ass that she's got. Oh, God. But yeah, honestly, I would love to get, uh, you know, Mora King at the towards the end where yeah. he, he gets like the armor. Yeah. Super Mora King. Yeah. I want that Mora King. I want Super Mora King. <laughs> or Mitama in basketball man mode. Oh, that's a good one. Or uh, maybe the little robot dude from uh, Time Paradox Ghost Rider. Oh, I thought you were going to say the robot from Candy Flurry. I thought about that, too. Honestly, Zipman would just be a good gotcha pull. Like, he looks like he's already a gotcha pull. Sounds good. I want to say thank you, everyone, to submit their question. Just as a reminder, you can submit yours in the Shonen Flop Discord. It's open to everyone. And uh, all that's left now, Jordan, is let's turn it to shoutouts. How's that sound? That sounds great. So, Jordan, I want to say thank you so much for editing the chibi. So welcome, David. Thank you for also editing the GB and the main episode. Being a good guy, you know? Oh, by the way, David, David, real quick. What are you dressing up as for Halloween? I was Mario. Oh, I'm seeing a, a girl tonight and I just asked her like, hey, you got a Michael Myers mask? And she's like, yes. So I just made a makeshift KFC bucket and I'm going to be Buckethead. That's pretty great. Thank you. I also want to give props to Shannon for the awesome cover. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thanks to Dylan for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Max EB for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast. And as we mentioned, come join the Shonen Flop Discord. It's open to everyone, patron or not. Come hang out with us and talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. We even have a monthly movie night. We just watched Halloween. I'm looking forward to whatever we're going to 
be doing for November. You can find a link to it in our show notes or on our site. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We wouldn't be able to keep running the show without their support. We've gotten a ton of awesome perks like exclusive monthly content, including Jordan and I are going to be doing a mini series where we're going to be covering a manga that our patrons chose that was just simply too long to do in one episode. So we're going to go volume by volume. Looks like a Gravity Boys is going to be it. Yes! Siren is coming up close, so we'll see how the dust settles next week. Oh, boy. You can find that at patreon.com slash flop. And as one of our perks, we're going to read off the names of some of our wonderful patrons. Starting with our Chainsaw Man patrons, we've got now open Rem's Mystery Flesh Pit, surprisingly spacious and very moist. Moving on down to the Dolphin Dead, we have tracking roving animals for all loving girls in Raccoon's Wolfwood. Then our King of the Force, Albie, Cram, Gabe Lando, Jacob Andrew Galloway, Josh Robinson, Kevin Briggs, Marty, Rachel, my lovely girlfriend. We had a great Halloween party. She went as Peach, but her costume broke, so she went as Peach in a bathroom saying it was Peach's day off. Scarlet Mirmidon, T, who I also saw yesterday, The Real Jory, The BB King, PB The, Trevor Schechner, Blamumu, Bryant, and Sex, and then moving on down to the Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have Blamumu, Brian Sexton, BS, Dolphin, Drago, Drew, Dylan Kreider, Eric Alex Klein, Jim Merrickman, Hans, Lincoln Frey, Mara Barra, Mike Carpenter, Sarah Hydra, Scott Frischler, Shingo Sekimoto, Silly Rookie, Simping for Senpai Ash, and Staghorn. Thank you so much, everybody. Also, hey, check out my site, jordanforbes.art. You can see the apps and the paintings that I've made. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Super Smartphone featuring Nisha from But Why Though? <laughs> uh, really awesome podcast. <laughs> yeah. This has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Shonen Flop. David, say it. Keep on flopping, floppers. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>